1: And welcome back to a Lot on Your Plates podcast <laughs> with me, Zoe, and my co host, Jessica <laughs> Ted. Hi, everyone. Happy <laughs> Tuesday. I think that was a zen, lovely entrance for a morning.
2: And then I just came and ruined it for you. It's just life. <laughs> How are we all? Fabulous, I hope. Wonderful. I'm in a good mood tonight. I'm going on holiday in the morning. I <laughs> know i said holiday because it's not, <laughs> but it kind of is.
1: Well, I would be in a good mood if I was going to Barbados in the morning as well.
2: Yeah, baby, I'm it's so absolutely
1: passion down here.
2: The weather is awful, and you know I missed the snow as well when I was in Milan, didn't I? I don't remember having snow. Yeah, did you have any snow? A
3: little bit. Yeah. It
2: yeah. was more like it was more London. Was England it? was it not? I'm not sure, but I didn't see it.
1: Hmm.
2: Anyway, what have you been up to? Well, Milan, uh, fantastic trip. Looked gorgeous. I've never been. Highly recommend it to everyone listening. It was beautiful. The shopping. Mm, I've seen you talk
1: about that. Oh, my God. And
2: I'm not really into... I love shop, but I'm not really into, when I going on a city break, to go and traipse around the shops. Because
1: mm, half the time, it just feels the same as here, doesn't it?
2: And it was, but you know what I will say about uh, Europe? Places like Zara, Bershka, all the good shops like that. Mango, they know how to style things well in the shop. So like Mm -hmm. the mannequins in the front of each arm of each store. Sorry, each item of clothing in the the store. Like the visual
1: merchandising.
2: Yes. They style each thing in an outfit at the end of each arm. And it makes you want to buy the whole fucking thing. I am just
1: like, wow. I know what you mean. I do feel like you just feel a bit more spend happy on holiday as well, don't you? Oh, yeah. It you doesn't do. feel like real money, even though you're using the exact same bank card as you use at home. I don't know why that is.
2: I know. It's like Monopoly money. Mm. But I did treat myself to a couple of nice items. Yeah, absolutely did. What I will say is, and I think this is a really good point to make to people because I, I wasn't aware of it until a couple of months ago. I knew it was a thing when I used to work in retail, and I know that there was quite a few like people that came to England and they would shop and they would do the tax-free thing. But I never realised it applied to us. And I don't know if it's because of Brexit or what. It's because of Brexit, is, is it? Just a recent thing, yeah. Okay, so this is important to to note. So if you buy something over the price in Europe, um, I think it's over 120 euros per transaction. You are able to get, depends what it is, but it was 22% on leather goods and it was around, I got a pair of shoes. I think I got 12% back on them and I got 22% back on a handbag. I bought them in like a really nice department store out there. I can't remember what it was called for the life of me, but it was like Selfridges.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And it's quite an expensive bag, but I got 22% back of it. So when you get to the till, you have to carry your passport, show them the passport and they validate your receipt. They then tell you to go to the tax office within the store. They then verify it. They just put a stamp on it. And then when you get to the airport before you go through security there's a an office a tax back office you go there and they give you it back in english cash so i have around 400 uh, 400 quid in cash just sat in my house feels like free money
1: yeah right, well that's a severe security hazard what you've just said. Uh, yeah, so if anyone knows, out, if anyone expense. knows where Jess lives, <laughs> fucking run.
2: <laughs> Richard was like, "Why you got all that cash?" adds <laughs> off. But that yeah. is a
1: good thing, you know, because I would never in a million years think of it. Nor would I think it was worth the effort.
2: So that's what I'm saying. If you if you're wanting or can afford to, or you're getting treated to some sort of higher price purchase. Even if it's just over 100 euros, whatever, even makeup, whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe it doesn't apply to makeup, I'm not sure. have to check the website. But it's well worth, when you go on a city break, buying that item over there because you do get a a significant amount of money back. Or if you're spending on big things like that, waiting
1: until you're abroad. Yeah.
2: Rather than going here. Yeah. So I felt, you know, it felt really special doing that as well because it was nice that I could treat myself to something and I did it in Milan and I went off shopping on my own. It was a nice shopping experience. I've never done that before, so it was... It was nice, and I fucking love my bag. Oh my god! Even when I held it, I was like, "This is like my child." She's stunning. She's
3: stunning.
1: She's
2: (laughs) stunning. Gee, wait till you see her.
1: She is a human. (laughs) Um, in Milan as a city, nice things to see, nice people nice places to go
2: yeah so bear in mind i went with doppio malto so i'd spent a lot of time with the team the press that went over at there with us um it was nice just to be with all them but we did eat majority at the doppio malto restaurants and drink a lot of the beer yeah um which was amazing by the way the restaurant is in george square so i highly recommend if you haven't been go because i've actually been have you and, yeah. and you've been downstairs where's all the games and i went down to go at the loo Right. But I've not been you know, all hung about, don't But this yeah. is the issue what they were trying to get us over there to try and promote was in Italy, it's huge. It's like a real after work vibe, right, locals okay. everywhere. And they all go there to drink beer. They do like beer flights, you know, where you can test all different mm-hmm. beers. And it's just a, a really nice, fun social atmosphere. And then at the weekends, they do events like comedy shows, um, live music wow. down in the event space. Right. But it's just not very. And normal. it's not like that here.
0: So, need
2: to be online. Oh, what's that, Jay?
3: Sorry, <laughs> obviously I like what you said
2: <laughs> How so, Honestly, <laughs> how rude is that? <laughs> So fuck, he just so fucking wants to be involved in this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, basically they, what they're saying is they really want the space in Glasgow and there's also one just opened recently in Newcastle to be like the in Italy.
1: So what they're hoping is Just Jess Food really kicks it all
2: off. Yeah. And what I was trying to describe, because I met the owner and he was a bit of a dish, honestly. I was like, fuck no. And he was trying Could to... Did you say dish or dick? Dish. As in, you hot. Yes. Right, okay. Honestly, I was like... It was lovely. But anyway, we were talking to him. (laughs) (laughs) And he was talking about all the way you started up and everything. And I was just saying, like, there's a bar called Wonder Bar in Glasgow. And I was saying, that is sort of like every weekend, people flock there simply because it has live music. It's that know. sort of... I what
1: they're obviously wanting for this place as kind
2: of give me wonderbar Bar vibes. Yeah, but they had no idea what Wonder Wild was. Yeah. So saying, what I was saying to them was it will work if you promote it because it's massive in Glasgow. This new bar's opened recently. People love it. Anything like Ross's Bar, which mm-hmm. we love, Horseshoe, Karaoke, people in Scotland, especially Glasgow, love that sort of night out.
1: Yeah, like live music, quite chilled vibes. Yeah. no, one Not wants chilled to as about in a chilled night out, but like casual,
2: yeah. cool. And occasionally we all enjoy going out, dressing up and having a, a bit more of an extra night. If you go somewhere like London or Manchester or whatnot.
1: I don't I, ever enjoy that.
2: Do you not? Well, I used to, and I still do occasionally. That's like, my point. As soon as
1: I've got a heel on my foot, I'm mm-hmm. miserable.
2: Yeah, valid point actually. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was well. All I'm ranting about really is saying that there's, there is still space for more of that, and if they feel like they, they want to bring that over here, then they definitely should because Absolutely. they have they have the space for it and the you know lovely good location as well.
1: And I mean, speaking of Wonder Bar,
2: yeah, tell us that right for anyone
1: who doesn't know, they've opened up the underneath part, which is now their ballroom. Okay, which isn't a ballroom at all, of course. It's got stage area, it's got a couple of bars, it's got more like bench-style tables. That is the place to be. I know Wonder Bar was the place to be, but the new underneath... Is it like Albert Slosh? Exactly like that. They have really had that in their minds. Have they? And what a good
2: idea. Because Albert Slosh, as we all know, is my favourite bar in the world. And I think if they can get drag shows in Wonder Bar, if you're listening, owners of Wonder Bar, get a drag show there, get big fucking circus acts in there one night a week, because... You Know, we all love a man with a guitar, but let's switch it up a little bit. But even
1: just one Friday a month,
2: yes, you
1: could do like bingo. Oh my god, imagine one thing that that would be that would be sick. We should stop saying this and we should really get invested in Wonderbar. Yeah, we need to, yeah,
2: taking our business
1: ideas. We should invest in Wonderbar.
2: Great shout!
1: Or maybe we we should
2: have a live, a lot on your plate pod.
1: No, Jess, you've took the words out of my mouth. I was thinking about this today. See this, see the stage in there, it's different to the one up. I actually have never been close enough to one upstage. I feel that's just an elevated yeah, bit of flooring. Yeah, it is
2: just an elevated floor, yeah. The
1: one in there, you could have the whole, it's wide. Right. So you would be like in the middle and the audience would be wide.
2: Right. But you could actually
1: host something in and there. It's
2: also connected to my other favourite bar in the world, Hide and Seek. It is. So we could go there for afters because that's open to what? Yeah, but Wonder Bar is open till three as well. Yeah, it is.
1: And do you know what else my friend told me? which blew my mind and made a lot of sense. The new Downstairs Wonder Bar part is the old light. Were you ever
2: in the club light? I'd heard about it when I moved in, but it was quite young for me.
1: Yeah, it would have been... But I was in the toilets on Friday night, and I thought, I have stood in here before in my lifetime. Oh, so it's
2: all connected? Yeah, because... So it's all connected. All the same owners, isn't it? That own all of it.
1: (laughs) Yes, but it's not just connected through the owners, it's physically connected through... The ground. The ground, the air, the world's gravity. (laughs) Right. So... I was standing in the toilets and I was like, I have, my feet in. have been on this flooring in my lifetime. How How is that possible? Okay. And then all came to light. <laughs> Pardon the oh, pun. Very funny. Um, and it was old light.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Anyway, so everyone I mean, needs to go there.
1: This the pod
2: that your age will know. Probably doing the same thing.
1: I also think Wonder Bar is the perfect place for everyone. My sister went there. She's just turned 18. Loved it. But but do you know what I
2: will say though? It was getting to the point though where people were getting pissed off with it.
1: Cause because it's so rammed. Can't, yeah,
2: you can't, it's too rammed and you can't get a drink for love, nor money. Well, much better down there. Well, on Friday night
1: anyway, because there was two bar bits. There was like a big one as soon as you walk into the side and then there was one further right. down. And it wasn't. It was like just a good busy. It wasn't like you couldn't move. Okay. You could get served at the bar quite quick. Yeah. So hopefully if it's got the two bits, it won't be as as stressful. So yeah, stressful. if anyone listening on
2: this podcast isn't from Glasgow, you know where you want to go on your night out if you come up and visit us.
1: I, I couldn't. I couldn't get myself to go anywhere else.
2: No, me neither.
1: I w- that's not where I started You're not right looking Friday. to get me off
2: my fucking sofa at the moment.
1: Well, that's one thing. <laughs> and then when I was elsewhere on Friday, the whole time I was just thinking I just need to get
2: to and That's just it. Oh my God, Zoe. So I got myself well, You were having and a and karaoke in the Grovener? Nah? I was. Look at us, by the way. Can I just say from last week's episode, I went and bought myself in the airport the Dior Lip Glow Oil. And I love it. And I'm sitting with it as well. As well. But what we will say Zaz, is it doesn't last on my lips very long. No,
1: it doesn't. It goes quite sticky, I feel. Mm. Mm. You Mm. I feel like when I'm speaking, I've got strings. Oh. Like um glossy strings in between my lips, you get what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I managed to get flawless filter in Sephora and I managed to get And you didn't think to ask me if I needed one because was I the last one. one. Last one. But do you know what I did? What I will say, of <coughs> I bought myself the Tarte concealer, and when I bit of a little bit of a little bit of it. Fuck, I should have got yours as well. But I don't know your shade. is a bit of a touchy one, isn't I
1: also it? did order the NARS one after a conversation okay, on last week's great. podcast anyway, so not to worry. But my toxic trait is when you buy your shelf anything, I think and you just bought two, and I don't know why that is. What, you <laughs> think that
2: about me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> anytime. <laughs> I don't... Do you think you are? No, I don't mean you buy it for me. I just mean, like, pick it up.
2: Like, She's anytime you
1: get bitch. something, I would always like it. So I'm like, why don't you just pick up two, and I'll reimburse you, you know?
2: Right, let's get into it. So what's been on a lot on your plate this week, Zaz? Because apart from you being a health queen, I've actually got a gift for you.
1: Well, there's nothing on my plate because as you said, I've been a health
2: queen. You've been healthy. So you know how I mentioned on recent um, episodes that I am always ill? And Jesus reminded me that after Barbados, he said, you will be ill when you get back. So thank you for that positivity, Graham. (laughs) Fuck you. But basically, I bought (laughs) (laughs) myself... I've... um, (coughs) I am now taking lots of vitamins when I've started. I've, I bought this green powder off Ace, uh, Amazon, ASOS, called Free Soul. I've started taking that every day with water, and I'm really liking it. It's got, like, 21 greens in it. It's really Do you want good.
1: to die when you're swallowing it, though? Is it horrible? No, I'm
2: not bad with stuff like that. Mm. Um, but I'm also... Please don't tell me I've not bought it. I have. And I've also... Um, got loads of vitamins from my vitamins. Vitamin D, magnesium, the ones that everyone told me that I should be taking to try and avoid me getting ill. But Zoe, I bought you something. I I thought it might be a load of flipping shit. But I saw this and I got you it, so I have treated you to something. Well,
1: thanks. Uh, This is not what I thought you were going to be giving me. Yeah.
2: I thought it was going to be... You're baking. Yeah, well that's next.
1: Right, okay, the UT relief. Yeah. We were speaking I mean, about no, no this. nonsense, but. So per daily serving, I have to take two, so hopefully this will cure my chronic urine infection because nothing else is. That
2: was actually like 20 quid, that bottle, you know. The most expensive of all the vitamins that the I got. It better work then. Yeah, so hopefully that's quite good. Well, I will start taking these today. Is that cranberry in it? Yep, cranberry ex- extract. Yeah, and-, and I quite like um the hook group products. You know, the hook group's the same as Grow Gorgeous, um, my protein, Ameliorate, um, Pericone. They're all amazing science-led, you know, businesses. So I think that this should be quite good. Oh, well, thanks very much. You can let us know how I've you had a, with it. I've had it for about three weeks straight, so hopefully that helps. See, that's what's been on my plate. I've just been trying to be healthy, but I'm also working um, with a brand and I'm doing a baking reel, should I say, of baked Easter goods, but it's no baking because I can't fucking bake. So it's like no baked, baked goods. And Graham... <laughs> I don't get
1: why you think you can't bake because it's still... That is still baking.
2: Okay, it's not. It's mixing shit in a bowl and putting it in the fridge. But, yeah. I think you should stop talking yourself down, okay? Okay, I've I, I got to put myself down for something because I'm great at everything else. So Graham... T- <laughs> Richard texted me literally a minute ago and was like... <gasps> <laughs>
3: Which is a lie, by the
2: way. Yeah, whatever. He put, bring some Easter treats for G. He's too scared to ask. I put, ha, 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 gimp. <laughs> and he put, you better get into him about it. So I put Graham, <laughs> because he was too you scared to ask You would never be scared, scared
1: to ask anything.
2: No. Are you Vol- ready to see this? This is fucking amazing. I have made Wow. Our own marvelous, basically like, I put it like my own marvelous creation. Tray bake, <laughs> <laughs> and I bought a wooden. What would you call it? Like a mallet.
0: <laughs> a, a wooden hammer.
2: hammer. A wooden hammer to smash it to bits. <laughs> wow!
3: Wow! wow. wow. Oh my God!
2: Wait, well so you're need... being a healthy, so you can't eat
3: it. I'll have zoys.
2: Right, gee That's absolute joke. Also, I mean, half an Easter egg. Oh my! With a cheesecake inside it. So you can't eat cheesecake, can you? No. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly fucking can. Uh, well, so what do you want?
3: Well, you just smash the bits so here? it looks deadly, so mm. send something over. Wow. Thank you.
2: Health kick. So yeah, guys, hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, there are recipes might be up on Just Just Food. Check them out. Give them a like, show them some love and support. I'll be very happy. Anyway, so we haven't got any alcohol. I was fuming because I saw the book fast still on the back seat in the car and I really was tempted to bring it in, but...
1: No, our spatter swallow this week can be your lovely baking. No alcohol.
2: That is really good. Um, So whilst we're talking in, I've got a couple of text messages... um, Text messages? A couple of messages received from previous episodes and I've got them to read out to you. So in the celebrity gossip one, somebody messaged me. Oh my God, I'm crackling. I've got crackling... I think it's the shell of the mini eggs. It's like snap, crackle... Oh, popping. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Back to what I was saying. A couple of people had messaged from previous episodes on the celebrity one. And somebody says, somebody had said that the celebrity that I spoke about regarding throwing a drink over one's face, they knew exactly who I was talking about because they met them when they worked on Ibiza in a season. And they said they caught this person pissing into a pint glass on his table and giving it to a. Girls around the table. Excuse me? What a fucking piece of shit. Honestly. She says I know exactly who you were talking about because that is honestly what he's like. As in, and they were drinking it? These yeah, who's was pitching in it and trying to give it to people that were walking by the table. Trying to be funny. But that's just revolting, isn't mm. it? Who does that? Sound- uh, anyway, and I also have a very funny message that I received Zoe. <sighs> Jess. I'm catching up on last week's podcast, you winding Zoe up about the baths in Budapest. Well, we went on a girls' holiday in twenty nineteen and spent and went to the SPARTY, Mm. which is a beach party from ten PM to three AM in the same baths as Zoe went to. We were a bit drunk, got in the water and then realised to our disgust that all these couples were having sex in the water around us. All ran back out the water and sat at the bar all night instead. We were too scared to move. If you check the reviews on TripAdvisor, it happens every week. Not to give Zoe the fear. <laughs> Zoe, she said this in before the podcast came out, so she wouldn't even known about that. Zoe, so they are actually jizzy baths? They actually are jizzy baths. I told you it was CD. I'm concerned for my... I'm actually <laughs> concerned for my welfare. And you know how you mentioned about that person having a rash?
0: That was was a jizzy rash.
3: (laughs) I was just thinking about when you said Jason was under the the fountain thing with the water. No. Jason was (coughs) gargling jizz. Don't.
1: I I wish you saw that before I went. Jason. (laughs) I would not have went into the baths. Nor will I ever again. Wow. Also a few people did actually message me videos of them at Sparties as well. And what that's that just that's just not for me. Well. Wow. But I'm um cons- I'm, I'm gonna go to the health clinic and get checked for every possible s- I think you should anything you can a contract from
2: a pool. And whilst we're just on the subject of um UTIs and jizz. <laughs> where is where is this going, sorry? <laughs> I was just, uh, I can't even say the next bit. But I'm going to talk about something that I've seen on TikTok. All oh, right, okay. And I don't know if you know, geez, geez, face is like, I don't even know where this is going. But no, this is serious. <laughs> so sad. Um, has anyone listened to this podcast, listening right now, have a poo, but they put their foot on a stall as they take a shit? I'm really intrigued by this information because I've seen it all over TikTok. And where did I see it? I seen it on TikTok and somebody was really passionate about this. They were saying, when you are as you were like cavemen, you would always squat and your knees needed to be above your waist into a hole. And also children in a potty, that's how they are designed, their knees go above. And it's something to do with the way that your, what is it called? Bells. Yeah, maybe your bowel or something has to position to like a 90 degree angle. Your back passage. And it is more of a pleasurable experience to take a shite, right? I'm not confirming or denying if I tried this, <laughs> but all I'm going to say is it was a wonderful experience. And I really think that everyone <laughs> who may struggle from constipation, am not saying I do, but it's honestly life-changing. And we spoke about it in the group chat and Zoe, you replied and said, "I need to do that."
1: Well, I need to do it just because I feel like any time I go for a pee, it ends up turning into a number two. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like Jason now says to me, "You just pooed again, didn't you?" And he's like, "Why every time you go to the toilet?" Like I don't feel like I need to poo, but I, I just—it's always just a tiny wee bit,
2: like a little pellet.
1: <laughs> Literally, a teaser comes out, Marsh, every time I pee. <laughs> I just don't think it's that funny. I think it's (laughs) concerning.
2: So so basically what you're saying is you never really, you never fully empty when you go- Well,
1: that's kind of the conclusion (laughs) I'm coming to is that I don't ever quite get the whole load out. Do you know what I mean?
2: So what I will say is when this said person (laughs) tried this experiment, AKA me, I was fully empty. And I felt so good. And, I, and I'm am just gonna say, I can't even say this because it's rank, but we've got this far. Everyone, everyone knows us well enough now.
1: I mean, I've just said that shit every time I go to the toilets. There's
2: no secrets there, okay. is there? I mean, we all poo. It's not that disgusting, is it? But when you, you know when you poo and it comes out in parts sometimes, it's not- if Maltesers, you... shall we say? Yeah, yeah, okay, let's pretend Maltesers. This now comes out like a- Sneak. Like no, a sneak, <laughs> like the poo emoji. It's like just never ends. <laughs> <laughs> I really want you to all. I just I didn't use a stool. I just used like a little. Everyone's gonna picture me next time I run on the toilet. Picture me with I'll my legs. I'll tell them
1: exactly what you used. You turned your towel basket upside I said, down. You're not. And
2: I was like that, and I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. <laughs> Zoe said that she enjoys pushing, though. You still need to push, Zoe. I do, <laughs> it honestly. fall out your arse when you bend your spine. Do you know what it
1: is? We've spoke about bladder issues. I've got bowel issues, right? If I have a normal... <laughs> you about
2: trapping Jason under your butt.
1: If I have a normal pooing experience, shall we say, it's actually got to the point
2: that it's so rare that it's fucking enjoyable. <laughs> Well, now you've got your UTI tablets and your stall, you're going to be so free. Wow, <laughs> the difference and I'm going to see. But I think this is a really important
1: tip to tell our followers. Well, I actually have heard people say that they put their feet on the toilet seat with them, but my legs. No.
2: You wouldn't have. But also, you know, you a bit a skin in your, your legs, don't they?
3: That's weird.
2: Oh, sorry, dude. that's why <laughs> you were looking all in agreement because you're like, that's what they do, and the and also the washing was it a day. Some, somebody said this to me the other day. They said, if a, boo poo, if a poo, bird pooed <laughs> on you, right, you wouldn't just wipe it off with a dry tissue, would you? You would wipe it off with something wet. You would. If a boo no, you would clean your skin. Exactly. Why do we wipe our bum, well, majority of us, with dry tissue? Don't know, because
1: you know what I will say on that? I hate wiping my bum with a wet wipe. Yeah, it is, feels a bit gross, doesn't it? So, I'm, I mean, I'm already regretting everyone about my Malteser poods, so let's move on.
2: Yeah. Anyway, love poo chat as we're sitting digging into a big spread of chocolate with marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: would actually like to share- um, Your thought of the week. A random thought that I had. I've actually got two. Okay. Number one being, everything I say is gonna offend someone, right? But apologies in advance. Why do people still say f instead of f? So they would say- Think. Think instead of think. That riles me up so much I can't explain.
2: Kai does that on Love Island.
1: But I can't tell you how much that annoys me. It's not English, and I just think you sound so uneducated. Well, I think that's what it is, Sorry. Gee, do you do that? Why are you laughing? Do I do it?
3: Because Rich
1: does it. <laughs> <laughs> he is thick a shit, He is no. thick as shit,
3: yeah. Uh, uh, a thruster to Rich is a thruster. No. Does him? No, he doesn't. Every day.
1: I would say sink is the worst one. And- I think that's more of an English thing. I'm surprised Scottish people do that. But I think it's an English thing, maybe like London and it's that kind of like pure rough cockney. Yeah. And it's like, that's more like it's your accent maybe. Yeah. Whereas this is just like, I can't believe people's parents aren't saying it's th- not f-
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I actually think my mum would like-
2: Yeah, that my mum would have always corrected me with that.
1: wild. And I was just listening to something or I heard someone say it and I just thought, surely you know that's not right.
2: No, I agree. I know people
1: say their own things in their different ways, Mm. right? That's a different thing. That's just like how you maybe pronounce stuff. This is like, you're not even actually saying the right word because it's not English what you're saying. Mm. So if anyone ever does that to me in the future, I'm going to say what? I don't understand what it is you're saying as if (laughs) I don't actually know what that word is. (laughs) Anyway, and my other one was, why, 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 why? Yep. Do people have the cars that make the fucking racer noises? I know. Tell me about it. You would actually think you're getting bombed. It feels
2: like somebody's shooting a gun at you.
1: How can you drive that and that noise piercing your ear every time you put your foot in the accelerator?
2: I don't know why they think it looks or even sounds good though. Why would they? Ruin and you a car know when like It's that? even
1: worse. And I don't mean this bad because your car only
2: needs to get you from A to B,
1: right? It doesn't need to be anything fancy. But when it's an absolute shiter of a car, but they've obviously paid to then get this equipment. That's what I mean. Put into their car, like please just go get a, a better <coughs> car that's not a shit heap with this sound. Yeah. See, when you do it and it's going by and you're walking, I actually think it should be illegal. Yeah. Is it legal? Is it legal I, to have I, that fucking shite
2: going on? I do on? actually think there is, it depends how low your car is, isn't it, that I think you could get told off if you have spoilers put on it where it's really, really low. It actually could
1: burst your eardrum when it drives past you, doesn't yeah.
2: it? And it Winds shits people up. up.
1: I know. Anyway, that was my two thoughts. Obviously, they were not positive in the slightest. Never will be, but Well, I'll anyway. add to my
2: random thought. So I was just, just want to get to as to why I got to this floor, okay? So it was International Women's Day, wasn't it, last week? Everyone was talking and doing long captions about how wonderful women are which is fantastic. But then there was one caption in particular that I read of, of somebody where she was saying she feels the pressures, as we've said before, about becoming a woman and, you know, you don't need to have your life all sorted out by the age of Becoming 30. a woman? <laughs> becoming, yeah, like from a girl to a woman.
1: Right, okay, Sorry. growing up.
2: Maturing, maturing. The pressures of becoming adulthood. Sorry, yes. And she was saying how I don't need to have my life all sorted before the age of 30. I don't need to decide if I want to have children or want to have marriage. Again, I was deep in the comments. Mostly, thankfully positive, but there was quite a few people on it saying, no, but you do need to have your life sorted before you're 30. Let's not try and deny science. You do need to know if you want to have children because your biological clock, rah, -rah rah, and you know, you are selfish if you don't give, you, basically saying your only purpose on this earth is fucking to reproduce.
1: Don't annoy me. Do you remember that guy in skiing? Did we ever speak about that? Oh, no, we never spoke
2: about that, do we? <gasps> yeah, we met anyway. some dickhead in skiing and he was just basically saying, asking us why. Particularly me, I didn't have a child yet. <clears throat> basically that I was selfish. I told has to go and fucking shove He just could there ass. was
1: like 11 women on a ski trip and none of us were at home. With the kids that we were supposed to have, with the husbands that we were supposed to have, and he was actually his
2: third wife. Yeah, Uh, and I was like, yeah, and had daughters. Shut the fuck up.
1: Had his own daughters and couldn't believe that
2: we weren't interested in having kids. Or
0: managed. It was like I was no
2: back in the fucking 1950s. But anyway, it got me thinking. As I do, I was on the plane, deep in my thoughts, and I was thinking, why do when they say that we need to reproduce? What is the why? I needed to understand why we needed to re- reproduce. What is the purpose of humans on Earth? I wanted to understand what would happen to the Earth if humans were no longer on the planet. Why is it so important that we reproduce?
1: Right, and did you get an answer? To I that? did.
2: Right, tell us in. Because that, I think that's actually quite. And when I googled it, there was a lot of people asking the same question. What everything on this planet has a purpose, doesn't it? Even every single animal has something that they do to keep this earth performing at its peak. Um, Without human intervention, the landscape would be more homogeneous. Is that a word? (coughs) Sounds good. And fewer species would live here. Sadly, humans are also responsible for the replacement of these landscapes. It also says that humans, the reason that humans are on this planet is to help to stop like a big meteoroid hitting the planet. We're more than likely somebody that would stop that happening. A bit like when it did, ha- what happened to the dinosaurs all those millions of years ago. So it's right. basically implying that we are the people that would stop that happening. So I'm feeling like but, we but keep But also the reason
1: going. why the planet is fucking up. Well, this is what I was going to say. Yeah. We are the people that are keeping it going and it wouldn't be what it is without us. But then we're also the ones that are killing it. Mm-hmm. So it seems really. It just I, I, very honestly just sit there thinking
2: why why is it so important though that I need to have a kid to who to what? Well, it's not. People it's not. just have this opinion. So that was where I got it from. Then I started getting deep into Google, asking like every single. What is there anything on this planet that has zero purpose? Is there anything that must be something that is no point? Mosquitoes kept coming up as number one, <laughs> <laughs> but. They're actually apparently do, their main their main diet is sucking the blood of humans. Mosquitoes um, are considered biological control agents, meaning that they help con- keep insect populations under control. So that's what they are. I and mean, re- my or- opinion of things
1: having a purpose, a lot of things don't, but they mu- everything must or else it wouldn't be in existence by the sounds of it. So basically, yeah, that was just,
2: I just thought it was really interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, right, moving on. Um,
3: <laughs> Enough science. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, let's get into just our topic. And what we want to let everyone know, because we can't remember if we've said it in previous episodes or not, is that we're going to dedicate one episode a month to what's been on your plates.
2: Yeah, because yeah, we feel like we get so many of them, we can't answer anywhere near all of them that we get. So. No. We thought we'd try and do just once a month.
1: Mm. And it can be anything from... Dilemmas, worries, funny stories, stupid things that have happened to you that week. Absolutely anything and everything you let us know, right? You write in. We yeah. voice note, we DM. We answer in the question box. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and also take everything that we say with a pinch of salt. We're not experts, we're just giving you our personal advice. And Wise begins. advice is coming yeah. your way. So we're just here to be your pod besties.
1: Anyway, I'm thinking we should start it off with a positive, funny story okay. that someone wrote in. So here we go. Right, this guy left his job for a new role as a bus driver, but they had a waiting period for medical, blah, 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 right? two weeks, right? So he didn't want to do it without money, so he started an Uber Eats on his bike to order, in order to maximise profit in between his two job roles, right? He was in the Gorbo Street by the Glasgow Courthouse and he wanted to turn right into the cycle lane didn't think anything of it, but the bus wanted to overtake him at the same time. So he didn't put his hand signal out. Naughty, naughty, right? So it was his fault. All I heard was a horn blast and turned my head and got smacked by a bus and almost went right under it. The ironic part was I was starting in the same depot. Depot, Depot is him, okay. and the route he was doing is the route I want to do. <laughs> I, I only came out with a sprained wrist, a scrape on my hip, and a couple of bruises, but I'm so grateful as it could have been worse, and now me and the driver are best pals.
2: Fucking hell. Imagine you get fucking
1: whacked by a bus, and you were going to work for a bus company.
2: <laughs> that bus is like your rival. <laughs>
1: I couldn't show up at that workplace. No.
2: Well, I'm glad he's okay.
1: Because also, maybe your pal, the new bus driver... No, the old bus driver's a bit shook up and you've caused a bit of a who yeah. do you know what I mean? I know. Anyway, we're glad you're, you're yeah, all you're alright. we're glad Tom. you're okay, mate. Sorry, I'm digressing back to random thought, but I have to say this because I, f- I feel passionate about it and I actually really strongly agree. Someone wrote in to say, it's more a what-the-fuck thought. Okay. How do keys work? Oh, so this. How can there be so many different cuts of keys? Like, surely the people in charge of cutting keys have ran out of key cutting shapes. So does that mean that someone somewhere has the same key or lock as you? Also, master keys, how the hell does one key fit so many different locks? I've thought about this in my life before. Yeah. Because also you could look at two keys and think they look the exact same, but they won't open the same thing. Jay. (laughs) It must just be, obviously...
2: There's different types of keys but the most common one probably one you've got for your, your front door unless it's like an old school one mm.
0: there's
2: some really cool animations <coughs>
3: you can look at but it's pretty simple like see the length of your key within the lock there's five barrels so it's like think it as a code one mm-hmm. two three four five your key is just pushing down the barrels to different heights so your lock set at the five different heights
2: right and then when they're all at the same height you can turn your key but if one of them is not the right height it won't turn So you've got
0: as many possibilities as there is one through five. So count one through five, do the maths on that, and there's like fucking fifty million combinations or whatever.
1: I just didn't expect you to actually know the answer to that. Of course he
2: fucking did. (laughs) Okay, so the answer is it's quite possible that there is somebody out there with the same key, but it's highly likely it's gonna be your neighbour. I've got one here for us. A loss on your plate. My partner won't accept money off his parents to help pay for our wedding next year. He says it's a handout and we should be able to save ourselves. If not, we will need to cut back. His parents desperately want us to have a big wedding and I've already compromised in size of wedding and guests and even said I will buy my dress off ASOS to keep costs down. Am I being unreasonable wanting to the wedding that I deserve? What are your thoughts?
1: All I really heard from that is buying a dress off ASOS and actually they do great dresses. They do great
2: dresses, yeah. I'd be buying my bridesmaid's dress if I ever got married off there. They can get fucked if you think I'm getting it spending any more than a hundred quid. Wait, I thought she said her dress. She is getting her dress. Off ASOS? Yeah, but she I'm guessing she might get a <coughs> bridesmaid dress from there as well.
1: Oh right, yeah. I've had a bridesmaid dress from ASOS before and it was lovely. Yeah. I also think it's not as like typical wedding party looking, which is nice. Yeah. Lovely. <coughs> um my thoughts would be I think I would keep pushing if
2: I'm honest. Pushing the the fiance. Mm. So from my perspective here, I've been in a kind of similar situation when it was moving into my house and my parents offered to give me some help with financial to move in and Richard categorically would not accept it. Not at all. He accepted a gift that I got from one of my parents but he would not accept a big lump sum of money. And he just said to me, like, if there ever came to that where my parents or his parents would give us money, he he wouldn't accept it. And I was like, why not? If I had a mm-hmm. child, I feel like I would give them some money. And I do think that it's a pride thing. And if I, I don't know this person or their partner, so what position they're in. But growing up, Richard didn't have anything. You, he didn't grow up being quite a fortunate child in terms of like money. So I just feel like he probably feels quite strongly that if he can get there, he can get there himself, but not in a bad way. He doesn't want any backhanders. He wants to do it himself and feel probably proud quite of what he's proud done. of it. Yeah. But also Equally, I think he'd feel massively guilty because he probably knows that his parents don't have the money to do that. So he would prefer that they keep it and enjoy it for themselves and then Mm -hmm. they save themselves and do it. So I don't know the position that this person's in, but I think from speaking about my own personal experience, that would have been why. But equally, if that person really wants to give you, if your parents really want to give you the money, I would agree with you, Zoe, like keep pushing. Your parents want to be a big part of your wedding and I feel like... They would probably feel quite sad if they said that they couldn't purchase even your wedding cake, or maybe even say to them, "Why don't you buy us a wedding cake instead, or why don't yeah. you give us some money or voucher for a honeymoon?"
1: I do agree with the pride thing and all that, but I do also think you might—I mean, you're not going to hurt your parents' feelings by not taking the money, but you might upset them a wee bit. But you're yeah. not upsetting anyone by taking it. Yeah, I know your partner might not want it, right? But yeah, it's got to be end a pride of the day, thing. If See if you've got the money yourself, you'd be like, "Well, I don't need your parents' money. We've got it. It means we're not tied and anything or whatever, depending on what the circumstances are." Yeah. Then fine. Mm. But see if you've not got it, but you want the end result that includes the money, then mm. suck it up and take it and get the yeah. result you want from it. Another you know
2: I mean? scenario is as well I've heard before is they didn't want to accept money from their in laws because they knew that the in laws would always bring it up, going. Yeah, in to their life, fear, like, I wouldn't do that if that was the case. Yeah, they knew actually. that they would always say that we <clears> got <throat> you this, we got you that. Mm-hmm. You should be grateful for this. And they just thought, no, we're doing it ourselves. The in-laws do my absolute nothing. I don't want them to think that they were any... They also didn't want them to feel like they could have a say in the wedding, which is a very important thing. If they say, if they get provided us with 10 mm-hmm. grand, for example, we don't want them to say, but you, you need to invite your great uncle to... And they'd be like, why? Well, we gave you 10 grand. Just let him come on the guest list. It's like, no, that's our friends, our family. I'm inviting who I want. I don't Very want anyone true. to have a say in it. So I think that it could be to do with that as well. Yeah, that there's is a balance. few different
1: factors, isn't there? <clears throat> I think you need know, to ask the equations that we've just really put into the air there. Yeah, there's, there's, kind an issue, of added there's a reason avenues.
2: why. Um, but equally, I also think that that's quite nice that your partner doesn't want to take any backhanders. He wants it just to be what you both can afford. And if that's how it is, then so be it. I think you should maybe ask your parents for the rest of the money for you and you can spend it on your honeymoon go somewhere really nice and lavish.
1: Yeah, just take it and go treat yourself. Fuck it, why not?
2: And I'll tell you what, if you have a child, I bet you'll be then asking you for some fucking money in a few years' time. Very true. Remember remember the offer that your parents gave us. Good, have it again, please. Very true, very
1: true. Right, next up, here we go. Turning 30 soon and just don't feel like a 30-year-old. Where has the time gone? How did you feel when you were turning 30, Jessica?
2: I absolutely was so excited for my 30s, honestly. But I, we need to remember, bear in mind that 29 was the year I climbed Kili and I knew I was going into my 30s, but that's when COVID hit. So COVID hit in the March, mm-hmm. the year I was turning 30. So for me, I was ready to, I don't know, dive in and just... Love your life. I don't know, I was just really looking forward to turning 30. I just felt like I really knew who I was as a person. I was in a good place in my career. I just felt comfortable and happy in my relationship and just what I'd achieved. But then COVID hit and it really did put a big pause on it. So I do feel like a lot of people probably feel like they've missed a couple of years, even mm-hmm. though they've technically not. I think we've said this before. Um But what was, what is she saying in the message? That she doesn't just know. Just that she can't believe where the time's gone, but I think. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you now, when you hit 30, it goes even quicker. Well, it just gets quicker the older you get. I'm 34 next year. I cannot believe it. It was yesterday. I was 29 climbing that fucking hill.
1: <laughs> yeah, I no, swear. but you're doing this thing where you're saying I'm 34 next year, but you only just turned 32. Yeah, but I'm thirty three
2: in October. I know, but do you know what I mean? No. You're I do basically know what making mean. yourself
1: older before you're even yeah, the I'm year thr- before.
2: Am I thirty two? Yeah, I'm thirty two. Thirty three this year, yeah. But still, before you know it, it will be next year.
1: I know, but that's the same. I'm thirty in six years. No, I'm thirty, 30 in six years, just be
2: here before you know it. But that's that's a big problem <laughs> with me though, as I It's actually not sex as my how my brain works. I do struggle with time. Whether it's in the day or just monthly calendars, everything mm. I stress that time's running out. But I would just, I would just say, seriously, enjoy it for what it is and what your age are. You're younger now than you ever will be, and before you know it, you will be 34. So just... and then,
1: before you know it, you'll be pan-breed. You'll be what? Panbraid. That dead. Did. <laughs> is that a Scottish term? Absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, I'm like quite young compared to these two in the room, right? But right. I also do think the thirties is a new age. It is. People thrive in their thirties. Like I feel like people used to say it just, you know, like make themselves feel better, but I actually feel now
2: that's when people that live their life. They do. And you don't have to have it all figured out. There are so many people that are the same age to me that are a completely different life path to what I'm in. I also think if you're
1: worried, I mean, I, this won't go for everyone, but I think if I felt worried about where I was at in my life at that age, I would know I had to change something. Yeah. Do you so know what I mean by that?
2: Yes, yeah, so they maybe not comfortable. Something's in the not range.
1: fulfilling you if you're <laughs> worried about your age in a way because age that's is just, just a number. Matter. Yeah. It's just but a number, girls, you know? Maybe take a little step back and have a look at maybe your career or some friendships, relationships. We're going to make this poor lassie dump everyone she knows You know, we'll speak I, to anyone you know, again. There's something that's not Quite make, a job. I her feel good, is it? Maybe Fuck off out means. the country.
2: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's what she's hinting, yeah. You just never know, do you? Do yeah. You? As I say, don't have ha- as we said before. This you don't have to have it all figured out at all. You really, really don't. I have no idea what the hell I'm going to do in my next five year plan. People say, "Oh, have you got a five year plan?" I don't fucking know. I've never known that. <laughs> Leave each day as it comes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off to Barbados in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> No kids, no ring on my finger. I don't even have a five-day plan. I don't even have a five-day plan or a five-hour. I, I was going to say, let's bring it down to minutes at this give point. Give a flying fuck. I'm no, but I'm with you
1: I don't have a plan. Actually, if I thought about having a plan, that would freak me out. Yeah. Whereas not having a plan doesn't freak me out. No pressure, no commitments.
2: But I do believe it's nothing Another. wrong with having a plan. If that's how your brain works and how you feel more comfortable and confident going with your life, then so <coughs> be it. But me personally, I don't give a fuck. I just want to go with the flow, see what happens. And so far it's done me all right. So just stress less and just enjoy the ride. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> enjoy the wave of life. Clip it. Yeah. Yeah. Get, Get on
1: that surfboard and fucking enjoy the that's wave. it, baby Get do you know up. what I mean? Um, I simply couldn't do this. This is what I'm about to read out. Currently seeing a guy who's still living with his ex. It's done, but still feel on edge advice. Say that again. So you're seeing a guy. <clears throat> right. But he still lives with his ex-partner. But he's, but he's told her that their relationship's done. Well, yeah, and this poor girl saying that she's on edge. No bloody wonder. Right.
2: But let's, let's put this shoe on the other foot. If I had a mortgage with somebody, so this person probably has a mortgage, I ain't moving out of my house until that's sorted. <laughs> I'm not moving back in with my mother. Mm. I am staying in that house until it's resolved Got my money, and then I'm getting on my own way. I'm not moving out, he can fucking move out. But they've probably both said the same thing. The same thing. They're like, financially I can't leave, we are separated, let's just be mutual together. I understand that it's never gonna be nice to know that that person is still mm. s- with, living with their ex. But that might be their financial situation and the only situation that they have. They probably don't have family they can just move in with. Do you know what I mean? So you have to put your shoe on.
1: I know what you mean, but I just can't help but think, so there's never been a night he's just coated up on the couch again.
0: (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) Maybe. Or like,
1: he's always eating dinner separately at that kitchen table. Mm. And I know that doesn't mean there's any wrong, and I'm actually a very chill person, as you know, so if I was in a situation, I actually probably wouldn't think these things. I'm just trying to make the situation worse for some reason. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Great, Zoe. (laughs) She's the fucking (laughs) devil. (laughs) Sorry for that. Next. And we are opposites, aren't we? So that's probably what we need on this podcast. You can be the devil, and I'm the angel. Devil's advocate—is that the word? <laughs> yeah. But I don't think you finished the advice there. You just basically <laughs> told her that he's shagging her on the sofa every night with a Chinese. <laughs> look. <laughs> my advice is, if
1: he's telling you the right thing is what you want to hear, don't believe that anything's going on unless you have a reason to.
2: Yeah. Don't look for the bad in a good situation. Mm. But your gut is also always right. So if you've got a real gut feeling about something, get to the bottom of it. Graham's back trying to steal some more chocolate.
0: Yo,
2: you got a bit of the green bag. That was a good bit, that. Yes. Um, I love that. It's like 8 p.m. and I'm still here chatting shite and I've got a suitcase to pack because I leave at four in the morning. Yeah, no, and all that is, HJ, That's so um
1: That's a. Uh, that's the life dedication. of a pod- That's a podcaster, yeah. that's what happens. Um, I'm enjoying it. I don't know,
2: I guess the real question here is, is there plans for him to leave? Well, I'm guessing so. He's probably promising her the world, isn't he? And trying to constantly <laughs> convince her that everything's going to be happy days. And do you know what, it will, unless yeah. there's a reason. So just sit tight for a little while longer unless you have a real gut feeling that something really is going on. If not, then get the fuck out of there quick before he ends up getting a mortgage with you. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Right. Next one. Don't know if that helped you, so I can only apologise. No, did. Someone wants to go travelling but she's overthinking. Grandparents are getting old. So this one. Not the best. Um and are not in the best like health now. Okay. And I constantly think of everyone else before myself, should I travel or just wait? So
2: I've got some advice for this. Right. One hundred percent go travelling. I would say the exact same yeah. thing. I've got some grandparents at the moment that are unwell and I know for a fact for a fact that they would say to me if I was thinking about traveling they would nothing would make them more happier than knowing that you were enjoying your life and living your life to the fullest they I would mean. not want you to wait and sit whilst they're unwell or dying or whatever they would want you to go and enjoy and live life to the fullest and that would probably make them happier dying that way than you'd be by their side knowing mm. that you wanted to do something that was for yourself I
1: agree I also think if you're having these thoughts you're clearly quite a close yeah. grandchild to your grandparents and you obviously will be caring towards them or else you wouldn't think this you wouldn't feel this way yeah so you've obviously done enough like do you know what I mean mm-hmm. up until this point point? and also I also have my grandparents luckily but you they have moments where you think oh no like they're getting on well or whatever. Yeah. And then they fucking bounce back.
0: Yeah, they always <laughs> so do. So you me. actually
1: have no idea. And I know that's quite a morbid way to think, but you could wait here and in a year's time they're still kicking about. Yeah. It. And you what and you just, just how long are you, you going to delay it for? Yeah. So I think we've come to a conclusion that you should go.
2: And I do go feel like the next generation as well, obviously, with technology now, you've got all sorts of ways to communicate with them. You can FaceTime them. You could always come home last minute if you really needed to. So Go in and live your life to the fullest and hopefully they will be there when you get back. I'm sure they will be.
1: And also on the back of that, to convince you even further, someone else wrote in to say what's been on their plate is that um, she can't complain about much because she quit her job to go travelling and has been living the absolute dream. There you go. So if that won't convince you, I don't know know what what. will. I mean, she did say that she's... um, getting a bit annoyed about the lack of privacy from staying in hostels but that's just
2: part of the fun that's a part of the experience isn't it that's one Golden thing, I, I, one thing I, I, I don't want to sit here and say that's something i wish i ever did because i've been quite grateful that i've got to travel quite a lot but i would have really quite liked to have enjoyed that whole hostel travel experience backpacking thing i think
1: i'm kind of the same because i think we've both traveled a lot but like in you don't want to say drabs and drabs because that doesn't sound yeah, but i've always like home. a good thing i've
2: traveled from uh-huh, home went, travel it's like home.
1: you've tr- you've Used your holidays to travel. You've not just always went to the same destination, yeah. Tenerife, <laughs> like back and forth every year. Do you know uh, what I mean? He's a bitch. So, I'm the same. Like I've not went like six months traveling. The most yeah. I've done is four or five weeks away mm-hmm. from home. But you do kind of want that like longer period of time away. Yeah. I still say I'm going to do I it. Think, think of the friends that you'll meet it. as well. How excited? I well, I don't know if I would do that, but. <laughs> i just go be at one with nature, you know? Yeah, Me and right nature, nature, oh, whatever. Right then, last one. Right, last one. Was talking to my ex. He was trying it on two months ago, only for him to post his wedding picture last week. Men, exclamation mark. What? So he's married. Well, so he's he just got married. And they've been texting? Trying it on two months ago. Fucking
2: hell. Well, all I'm going to say is lucky escape. I'm thinking the exact same thing myself. I don't think there's anything really to... Discuss on that one. Lucky escape. Block.
1: Delete. I would block. Delete. Forget he ever happened. Don't mention him ever again. And wi- wish him
2: wish him well. I feel sorry for the old uh, the new wife. The new wife, but I mean that's none of your business, is it? So stay, stay out, out of it. it.
1: Don't get involved in drama, llama. Yeah. Fuck me. Well, scumbag. <laughs> They all are, Jess. They They all are. are.
2: But anyway, that was a nice episode. I think next time we do that, get them all in and we will do a full episode. We'll try and blab less about us and we can try and answer more of your dilemmas. Just anything that's been a lot on your plate, unleash it to us and we'll try our best to give you our very wise and shitty advice. I think I give the wise and you give the shitty. I think my my advice was pretty good, actually. Thank you very much.
1: Anyway, enjoy Barbados. (laughs)
2: Somebody does this laugh, right, where <laughs> she's laughing, but it's just her shoulders going up and down, moving. So if there's any silences on the pod, it's probably just her doing...
1: <laughs> there is two people in this world. There's people that have that sort of, like, unless you're pissing yourself laughing, it's just kind of like a smiling in your body as moving a bit, or you cackle the whole time, and you're the cackler and I'm the shoulder.
2: But I was brought up around very loud women who all have a loud laugh. But and surely
1: you either have a laugh you or you, you don't. with a...
2: The- quiet laugh. No, but I've already got this from my mum and my mum's best friend and god mom. They were like, ah, 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 ah. But see, when something makes you laugh, are
1: you consciously laughing out loud or does it just happen? Don't know. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. Not much just happens. So it's not a choice. It's not from someone. It's just what your laugh is. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking shite now. Right, I'll see you later.
2: I'm off on my holly bobs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. See you next Tuesday. Bye.
1: Bye.